Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, a brand new show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds, R&B, rap, jazz, soul, gospel, even country. But the primary reason for Turn It Up is to feature and help independent artists to take it to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks, to help your track stand out like the pros and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is, if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So let's stop playing. Get your demo together and get ready to turn it up. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. Here's the number, 347-326-9470. Hope you like you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. R&B sensation Joaquin is the epitome of confidence, charisma, talent, and the mellow, smooth voice of a star in the making. Joaquin was influenced by groups ranging from the Ohio Players and Rashawn Patterson to Bilal and The Roots, and has been behind the mic, on the stage, and in the hearts of listeners for years. With touches of jazz, R&B, and Latin rhythms, every track has a style of its own. But no matter which song you choose, you get 100% Joaquin, and a totally unforgettable experience. Over time, he's gone from talented newcomer to seasoned professional, and if you ask him, he'll tell you, I'm the best I've ever been, and I'm only getting better. He began making a name for himself when he was only 14 years old, performing at numerous functions for the Youth Source Foundation, a youth-oriented branch of the Source magazine. Since then, he's done shows all across the map, and not to mention countless collaborations with local and national artists. Singer, 
songwriter, MC, and aspiring engineer. Joaquin is an R&B sensation in the making. Joaquin, welcome to Turn It Up. What's going on, world? (laughs) Welcome, welcome, man. And um, sorry about the pronunciation. I don't know what we're going to do about that. But tell everyone how your name is pronounced. Man, my name is my name is pronounced Joaquin, and it's funny that that, that happened. Man, I get it all the time. All the shows I do, I, I get Joe Aiken, Joe Quinn, Joaquin. So, yeah, it's cool, man. It's just kind of like part of life. I roll with the punches. So, all right, all right, and say hello to my co-host, the Leo. Hey, 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 hey. what's going on, bro? What's going on, man? All right, all right. Now, look, ready, man. Ready to hear? Ready to hear some of this arm bizzle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We and that's great stuff, man. And um, tell us a little bit about um, how long you've been doing this and, and where you got your start. I know you've been doing this since you were 14 years old, man. But really, where have you been actually out there in the field, in the clubs, and you know, out there amongst the public doing your thing? Uh, well, you know, when I was a kid, around 14, I started working with the Source Magazine, uh, the youth branch. But uh, back then, I was just an MC. I, I didn't do the singing thing. Um, and I actually taught myself how to sing when I was like 16, 17. Um, and so since then, I've been doing a lot of work out, out in Philly. Um, I've been doing some work in Chicago, doing some work, um, a lot of work in D.C., like around the U Street area. So oh, I'm all okay. over the place. Wow, wow. So um, ha- have you actually been in the studio? You recorded albums as well? And Yeah, I'm, I'm in the studio almost every night. Um, actually, my focus right now, I'm working on writing songs for Trey Songz, Chris Brown, and Usher. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I haven't really been putting out too much of my own material lately, per se. Um, so that's kind of like what I've been doing for the last, I say, month or so, two months. But I do well, have stuff. If anybody wants to take a listen, they can check me out online anytime they want to. Oh, you're gonna hear some a little later on. But tell us a little bit more about what you've been doing with um, these um, recording arts you just mentioned. Yeah, well, well it, it, I got uh, put in contact with Trey Songz Camp um, through a mutual friend of ours, um, through a company called Be Me Music, and I sent them a song I wrote for Trey Songz, and they asked me for four more tracks. So. <laughs> Wow. It's been a wrap since then. Wow, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. And and what are you doing with Chris Brown? Um, I'm actually sending him a package, too, Chris Brown and Usher. I'm going to be sending each of them five tracks to see uh, who wants to purchase what. Wow. That should be happening in the next couple months. So now you you just wrote the lyrics, or have you produced the tracks and everything? Well, actually what I do is I work with a team of producers across the U.S. um, They all send me tracks of different styles of stuff. And then I'll write to them. I'll write to them. I'll arrange the tracks, and I'll go. Re- I'll go re- reference them. When you uh, send a track and you reference a track, I sing it myself. So I record it myself and send it into these artists to see if they want to re- re-record it themselves. Wow, that, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I got you, I got tracks coming in from um, a guy named Native. He's actually a, a DC producer. I got a guy named Chris. Uh, he's from Mambo Sauce. He's a keyboard player from Mambo Sauce. He's sending mm-hmm. me tracks. Um, I got a guy from Cali. I got, I got people from everywhere. So. Wow, man. Uh, and, and how did you get in the mix so quickly, man? I mean, you just got into the game. Were you, right. Did someone else help you out? Was there a big connection somewhere that, that got you uh, well, actually, connected? Actually, it, it was just kind of like a mind state, like switch, switching my focus from being an artist to being a writer, you know? So I, mm-hmm. I had already been, like, making a lot of contacts just doing the, the actual performance aspect of things. And then once I switched my focus over to writing, like, it just everything just fell into place. Wow. So you think maybe this is your niche above even performing? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at it as a way to generate some income. You know, as, as an independent artist, we kind of struggle to fund our, fund our endeavors. So, yeah. you know, yeah. for me, for me, it's, it's just an issue of, of getting some, some, just some income coming in, you know, on a regular basis. So I don't have to worry about a nine to five anymore. And that's the way, that's the easiest way to do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And um, we've got three tracks and tell us, um, which one should we do first? Um, Let's let's do it right right here. So it's a track I did with a, a MC named Midas. He's actually from the same area I grew up with in my hometown, out in Maryland. Um, yeah, and it's over a Lucini sample by Camp Lowe. All right. Mm. Okay, here it is, right here by Joaquin. Hey, you know I'm coming over you 
by somebody who's uh, come before you. So breaking in just fresh is kind of like the hard thing to do. Yeah, so yeah. tell us a little bit about your strategy. Now, how did you build yourself up in this industry? How did you use, you know, things like the, the social media, the uh, MySpace, um, whatever else out there did you use to promote yourself to get your, your name out there? You know, I did a, I did a lot of um, actually groundwork just, just hitting the streets and going to these open mics, man. Um, I, I, I've been over to uh, uh, Up and Up Open Mic, which is at Live Nightclub on U Street, right next to uh, Bohemian Cavern. Mm-hmm. I know where that is. Yeah, they host the open mic there every Picasso. Tuesday night. But yeah, Picasso is a good friend of mine. Demond Picasso is a real good friend of mine. Um, yeah, so yeah, I did a, I did a lot of just doing work like that, you know, carrying in whenever Mambo Sauce would come there to do a set, you know, that they, they use it on the house band, helping carry in drum kits or, you know, help, help carry in some mic stands or something. You know, just doing my doing what I can. Shaking some hands, you know, always being around, so it was more just showing my face, just showing my face around town. Wow, and, and and that got you on. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and yeah. What what I do is um, like at an open mic or something like that, I go up and and I do a set. And usually with a house band, a lot of artists don't like to perform with a house band because they can't improv. They like they have to have their own track or they have to have a song they already know. Um, but I actually, when I was in my early days of singing, I did a lot of work at HR Fifty Seven, which is like a, a the center for the preservation of jazz. Um, and they don't really have uh, live singers a lot. They have jazz quartets. So I'd go, I'd go there for the jazz, but I'd always sit in on the set. I'd ask the lead saxophone player to let me uh, to let me actually sit in on the set, and they didn't mind. So I'd go wow. up there and do some improv, you know, and um, just kind of catch a vibe. Right, so right. Me, going, going up with a live band is nothing for me, you know. Going up with a live band, whatever they play, I, I go up there all the time and just tell them play whatever they want, and I just catch it, mm. you know. And wow. so doing that, they kind of start taking notice. Like this guy's this guy's a little different. All right. So, yeah, and, and you know. The attitude and being willing to work and not being a a prima donna, you know, that helps a lot. You know, a lot of oh. guys are all about the ego, and, and that's pretty much what they want out of music. They they want oh, to be man. recognized and see, want the respect. See, a lot of people only think they think that that ego thing is 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 the end of it. Like it's just like kind of like something to do. Some sometimes you got to stand up for yourself, you know, so your ego can be your best friend. But it's an end to a means. I mean, means to an end. You know what I mean? So right. that's not it's not something you want to focus on. You don't want to be a Kanye West to where you're getting bad publicity, but at the same time, you don't want to get ran over when you go to these venues. So you just kind of got to find your balance, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just see we got a caller, man. Um, Arvin Terry, I see you on the line. Yes. Hey, how y'all doing today? Hey, what's going on, hey. man? Good, right. good, man. So what did you think of um, Joaquin's first track? Oh, I like it. I'm familiar with the sample, so. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know? <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going for. Hey, all yeah. right. I understand. And yeah, Arvin, nice. I think you're familiar with the the club scene that um, he performs at as well. Have, have you? Yeah, live. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are they, you say you were doing some open mics. I didn't hear every the whole. Um, first yeah, part. yeah. I, I, um, I, my main open mic that I go to is is live. That we want to live up and up open mic with uh, Truth Hall and uh, all those guys. Um, oh, okay. Victorious and all those guys. I actually go up to Jambalaya on Wednesdays in Baltimore with a a, a pretty huge artist on the. Independent level, um, substantial. He's hosting an open mic out in, in Baltimore, so I'm there on Wednesdays. Um, and a lot, of, honestly, a lot of the times I'm in the studio so much I don't get to go, but those are the ones I go to when I go. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Awesome. And um, we, we got a few more tracks that we're going to go ahead and um, play for you guys. And we've got Nothing Compares or we've got um, Enough. Which one of these do we do next? Uh, let's let's go with enough. This is a, this is a slower track. It's something for the ladies. Um, oh, so I, 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 they'll definitely love it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I hear the incense. The incense getting lit up now. Yeah, this, yeah. This, this, this is the one where the, where the calls start coming in. You know. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is. Joaquin with enough.
scratching up my back and messing up sheets. When you do the freaky things that I like, then that make me want to give you everything that you need. Get you where you want to be. Loving when you come and get on top of me. Let me switch that stroke, I'ma rock that boat. You be screaming when I'm freaking you like Jodeci. And it's alright, we ain't stopping till daylight break. Then we back again. How we be, be, be reminiscing of an 808. Like I'm banging on the track again. Then we smooth things out for a minute. When I'm in it, I be feeling like nothing could ever come between us. Shake things up, let me take things up. Another level, get you high while we making love. While we making love. I can't get I thought I'd listened to that one already. That was a little, that was a little, um, yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're going to get that's me up. off the air, man. Talk, talk radio. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, the FCC, was... everybody else calling me. Oh, right. <laughs> oh okay. man. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm not sure if uh, <laughs> you were going to play that song. <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, oh, man. You performed that one live, huh? Oh, yeah, you that know I performed that one live, man. Okay. You know, I do that one live all the time. So. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I know that's a lady killer. I know that's a lady killer right there. Live. Man, I got another track. I'm, I I can't really go too much into it, but I'm um I'm writing a song that I'm I'm gonna try to pitch to R. Kelly. That mm. that one that was like the next level, man. So that's my man. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and, and tell us a little bit about um. Now, have you released an album as well? No, I actually I've been putting out tracks. Um, I actually just have stuff like demos for people to listen to. I haven't really been selling anything, considering mm-hmm. I've been trying to actually sell the actual tracks. You know, so it's I a conflict of interest to kind of put a song up on on iTunes or something like that and selling it to people. And when you're going to be selling it to say Trey songs or whoever else is going to put it out. Um, right. Yeah, that's my focus. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely put out stuff for people to listen to just from time to time. So so um. Do you have someone who's going to be releasing one of your songs in the near future? Um, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of work with um, some companies in Cali, um, companies here. DC's got Talent TV. I'm doing a show with them on the 18th of this month um, from about, I believe it's 49 or something like that. So, you know, I'm doing work with people in the area. So, like I said, I haven't really been focusing on releasing my own music per se. But mm-hmm. um, anytime anybody wants to track it, they can always hit me online if they want to listen to some new stuff, anything like that. I'll, I'll, I'm more than willing to send our tracks to people. So, oh wow, that's great. And um, you you have some tracks too on your um, your website yeah, as MySpace, well. Like your... Reverb Nation, um, yeah, couple stuff, couple things on Facebook, so all over the place. All right, and tell us a little bit about how you've been using Reverb Nation and what it's um, how it works and what it's been doing for you. Man, Reverb Nation is is a a great networking tool for for artists, um, labels even fans for everybody, um, and it ties into a bunch of other sites. So whereas you have your MySpace, um, you have all these different sites, but they're individual, independent sites, whereas Reverb Nation, it ties into all those sites. So, for mm. for example, you have a Reverb Nation account that takes the fans from your MySpace, takes the fans from your Facebook, um, and any other sites you're using. Um, so, wow. it's, yeah, it's, it's very important to have a Reverb Nation account right now. Wow. <clears throat> and... You're still using though MySpace. You're using yeah. Facebook as well, and yeah, so I still have those things open. Um, and you know, doing the Twitter thing, of course. Right, um, and also the um, the YouTube. Tell us a little bit about the YouTube video. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that. That was uh, that was at um, the Red Lounge, I believe, in DC. Is the video I got up right now? Um, mm-hmm. And I was doing a cover of one of Trey Song's early tracks, so I got to go. No, so, oh, wow, wow. Yeah, if you, if you search if you search Joaquin at the Red Lounge DC, um, that should come up, man. And, and spell it and spell it for everyone so they'll get the right one. Yeah, the name is J O A Q U I N. 
That's Joaquin. Thanks for joining us, Joaquin Phoenix, you know. All right. Now, um, so you're, you're going to continue to become pretty much focused on songwriting and, and putting your stuff out there as well. But in the intro, we also talked a little bit about your engineering um, as well. So you're interested in that. And tell us a little bit about why that's important as well for an independent artist. Yeah, I believe I believe as, as an independent artist or as any artist, um, you want to have your hands in as many aspects of the industry as possible, have as much control over the way your music sounds as possible. Um, and that being said, when you go into the studio, even if somebody else is recording your stuff, you need to know that it's going to sound right. If something's off, you need to be able to tell them, you know, I, I need you to um, turn down my lows or I need you to add some more uh, reverb or, you know, it's, it's simple things. It's all about being being a complete artist. Um, I actually started working on, on learning how to become an engineer a long time ago, back in the day, me and the, that, that artist Midas, that rapper on uh, the MC from the first track. We actually mm-hmm. worked at a place called Copycats Media um, back in the day when we were paying our dues. Um, they do a lot of duplication for, for people, and we were doing all duplication, and I had an engineer come through there by the name of Anthony Ransom. He's one of the twins, and he t- started teaching me how to use Pro Tools, man, engineer my own sessions, so I didn't have to really worry about waiting on a producer to send me back and mix. I can mix my own vocals. I can, I can record myself and, and master myself. Right, right. <laughs> and, yeah. it's, very, it's very important, man. It's very important to to know what your stuff is supposed to sound like. You know, it's cool mm-hmm. to let somebody else mix your stuff down, but you need to know how to be able to tell if it's right or not yourself. Right. So your your interest in the engineering is really just focused on what you want to do for yourself. It's not that you want to be an engineer in the studio for others, but you want to focus on your songwriting and your performance, but um, just be aware and be in control of the final product. Right. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely my main focus. But, I mean, like I said, if, if someone down the line, um, as I'm writing these songs, if people want to start coming into the studio and recording them uh, specifically with me rather than, you know, just buying a song and going and recording somewhere else, I want to make that option available too. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be able to, to mix with the best. So, and tell us the name yeah. of some of the studios that you're working out of right now. Oh uh, man, um, I was in Black Liberty the other night. Crazy! Uh, shout out to Black Liberty uh, Studios. Um, well, I was out with a guy. It's actually a home studio. I was working with a guy named Street Rocker. He's in Virginia. Big, a good friend of mine. Um, man, I've been to Omega. Been to all the studios you can name them, man. Yeah, I've been all over the place. Really? Wow. Wow. And, yeah, and, um, and the, the funny thing is I like, I like doing a lot of my work in home studios. And, it, and it's not about a budget thing. Um, it's like it's a comfort level thing, you know. Like a lot, a lot of people go to these big studios and they, they see a lot of equipment, but their engineer might not necessarily know how to use all that stuff. A lot of times that stuff is just for show. Right. So you really want to do a background check on your engineer. Your engineer, if he doesn't have a degree, a degree in engineering, I mean, he, he might have learned from the ground up, you know, hands-on. But, I mean, it's always good to do a background check on your engineer. Mm-hmm. You can have a great looking studio and a guy who doesn't know what to do with any of the equipment. Yeah. Right, right. What was your point, Arvin? No, I say he may not have a good ear. He can may exactly. know all the technical, but he doesn't have that ear and that feel. So, it's, like you were saying, it's important to learn how to do your own recording. You know how you want it to sound, and nobody right. can interpret that unless you have a good relationship with the engineer. And also a pitfall a pitfall that a lot of independent artists fall into, you know, they're so desperate to get a track recorded. They'll go to these studios and they're paying $60 an hour, and uh, the guy's trying to get as much as he can out of them. So he'll mm. do something easy, like take an easy task, like like flying a chorus, which is just duplicating your chorus and moving it to uh, another part of the, the song. He'll do something easy like that, and it'll take him an hour. He'll just keep moving it back and forth, back and forth. And if you don't know, if you don't know that it's easy, you won't. You'll, you'll be thinking, well, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. It happened to me when I first started recording. It's happened to everybody I know. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. So there's game in the studio, y'all. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> man. Yeah. It don't, it don't stop. It don't stop when it comes to just managers and record labels, man. The studios get you too. Absolutely, and you know that's what this whole show is all about for independent artists to be able to talk and discuss and really know what's going on out there because all of this is information for most of us you, you wouldn't know until you put yourself in the situation and you end up losing that money you know right so, um, right yeah 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 that's why I'm, that's what, that's why I switched my focus from doing just uh necessarily just a singing thing um I'm actually doing like artist consultation you know artist development talent mm. and stuff like that to where a green artist somebody who has potential they want to have to take 
10 years to learn how to work in the studio. They can just call me to get in the studio with them, and I'll show them how to lay the vocals properly, how to chop up the tracks, do the phrasing, and stuff like that. You know, I, I, I didn't have any coaches to teach me how to record properly, so, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get back now myself. Right. And how long have you actually been doing this? Man, man. Like I said, I've been recording since I was, like, 14, so mm-hmm. I'd I, I say at least 10, 10 years, 10 or 11 years. Really? And that's right. awesome. Yeah, I, I'm trying to track down where this sound is coming from in the background, and... Wow. Yeah. I got all kinds of things going on. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it, it, does anybody else hear that? It's not like... Like Matrix or something. Oh, it's not like somebody eating. It's not like somebody eating. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, it ain't me. I'm okay. good. All right. Who got well, the chips? <laughs> <laughs> somebody took a well, quick snack, man. Yeah, yeah. And we're about halfway through the show now, though. We can go ahead and um, go ahead and play this last track. Now we've got um, nothing compares. Tell us a little bit about that. Actually, um, I, I wrote that song um, about a special lady in my life. You know, I, I don't want to say no names or nothing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and it, it's kind of it's kind of like you know, everybody feels like this special somebody n- nobody else compares to that person. You know, oh, but, yeah. well, whatever of uh, what they look like, how tall they are, how short they are, weight. When that when you when you really care about that person, you really into that person. Nothing else compares. So. No, that's all right. So. So um, th- this is your your um your your true love or the the woman in your life right now. Right. I mean, I mean you know, you know, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily believe in the whole true love thing, you know. Why do you make it sound so romantic? Yeah. I'm just trying to find yeah, out. You know, I'm trying to get to the root, man. That's that's my thing. Man, would you die for this girl or not, man? Would you die for this girl? I mean, let's just get to the truth, man. Because you started dancing around the intro to the song, so you know, yeah, but that's cool, man. Sorry, man. I, I didn't mean to do it. No, no, no. But that's it's always good to have somebody special in your life, especially somebody who digs what you're doing, man, who can support you through this process, man. Because that's real important, man. And a lot of people really can't, you know. And, and for those independent artists out there, there are a lot of takers out there. There are women who want you for something that you haven't even figured out yet. But um, right. Really, really have to to be careful because these are the things that can um, trip you up in your career because you have to remain focused and you have to stay, you know, in the game. You know. Oh so yeah, you, oh yeah, man. And, and, and like I said, I think it's also important as an independent artist. I mean, your time if you're re- if you're really, really on your grind and you're really trying to make it. I mean, you're putting a lot of time into this, you know. So it's hard to maintain those relationships um, on that level. But if you got somebody that's going to stick with you and support you, man, it can be the most important thing as far as your career goes. You know, that, that's the person that's going to go out for free and, and put your flyers up and, and put yourself up on Facebook and right. talk to all her friends for you and bring everybody to the, to the shows, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Make some sandwiches. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now here it is. Joaquin with Nothing Compares.
Now that's the one that I thought sounded a lot like Chico DeBars when I first heard oh, okay. the track. Yeah, it's that one right there, man. Yeah. It had like a nineties like a 90s feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I use a lot of um a lot of different styles and that, that track is actually done by a guy named Keys out out from VA. Um and he's crazy with the live instrumentation, so Mm. Really? That was live? Yeah, yeah. Well what he does wow. is man, he plays he plays a lot of instruments. He plays drums, he plays the keyboard. Um, probably plays the spoons too. Who knows? You know, <laughs> 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 keys, yeah, so keys, what keys can do, man, is is he can get in the studio with with a keyboard and uh-huh. take a lot a live instrument and make it sound like it's supposed to sound like it's like it's actually live because he knows the rhythms to it. You know, the nuances to each instrument. Right. So rather, rather right. than a keyboard player just playing with with drums, he's a mm-hmm. drummer, so he knows how it's supposed to sound. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's hot, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I think that's my favorite track right there, man. Man, I gotta, yeah. I gotta get you some of the new stuff, man, to listen to. Absolutely, man. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, constantly working, man. As, as an independent artist, you gotta be constantly working. You can't, you yeah. can't kind of sit back. Yeah, so, yeah, man. Well, we definitely gotta have you back, man. And um, as soon as you have something new, man, just let us know, man. We'll be glad oh. to feature it and premiere it, whatever it takes, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. definitely will, man. I, pre- I appreciate y'all having me, man. It's, it's important for us as independent artists to have a, a howl at a venue, you know, somewhere we can come to. It's not a lot of places we want to work with an indie artist, so. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, thank y'all for what y'all are doing. Well, you know what? Yeah. It, right now, because of um, technology in itself, and just a, a lot of people are interested in music and making their own music, um, and I feel that the DMV is, is about to explode. I felt that this was the time to get in here and actually to see what was going on and to make sure that I keep my ear to the ground, man, because something's about to happen, man. I mean, oh man, we're so close, man. We're so close. We gotta. I don't want people to think. I mean, shout out, shout out to Wale, shout out to Tabby Manet. You know, I don't. But I don't want people to think that that's all we do. You know, right. like mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot of talent in the B&B, and it's a lot, it's really diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't. I don't want anybody to get the idea, the wrong impression that we're all just rappers. Or anything like that, because that's all you hear coming out of D.C., man. There's a lot of deep people in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia that are violinists or, you know, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
As a matter of fact, we were going to have you on with Claudette Monet, and um, I, I see that you guys are Facebook friends. She's an R&B oh, artist, yeah. and she actually oh, yeah, no, performs. Yeah, yeah, and but she's got a gig tonight. Um, sorry you couldn't make it. Um, appreciate you, you know. And uh, now my, let's see who just called in. Hold up, no, disappeared. Claudette owe me five dollars. <laughs> she just, she just didn't want to show up, so she owe me five dollars. Next time I see you, I'm gonna tell her I'm be like, look, man, he needed money. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Uh, it's gonna be seven. Yeah, it's seven. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell her it's right now. And we just the movement, Claudette. <laughs> man, money. <laughs> but we right got to get out and see you guys live as well, and we've been meaning to do that. We've been um, tied up with so many other different things. I get an invite. I get six or seven invites every week to come out and do something. But uh, yeah. you know. What can you do, man? So um, I appreciate yeah. it. You know, y'all keep me in the loop. I'm not trying to say I'm not going to ever come out, but I just don't have the time. I'm producing two shows a week, and I'm trying to do two more. I really do. Man, and, that's that's the way to do it. Got to go out. And and I really want to be able to do something for um, independent artists as well. And I'm still working on it, man. But I want to get a venue together. I want to feature you guys. Huh? Hopefully, a contest with some. Um, with some, you know, some big sponsors as well. We're going to call it the Jump Off, man. And we're, we're okay, gonna, yeah. Well, you let me know, man. I'm there. I'm in there. Yeah, because yeah. there's, there's a lot of talent that a lot of people don't know about, and everybody's got their own little niche following, man. So it's about time for us to put all these folks together who really appreciate um, brand-new music, man. And um, hey, I love it. I love to be know? around those type of people, man. I love yeah. it. Me and other artists that are grinding, like I'm grinding in the area, man, it's always a good thing. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you know now we've got people calling in again. Now, let me just check and see who we got on the. Oh All my right, goodness! Every time I say I'm going to go to a caller, man, they disappear. What are you afraid of? <laughs> Come on, people! <laughs> y'all gonna play some Tupac? We already got me. All right, um, who, who we got on the line here? Um, zero two six four. Let's just everybody speak up. Just anybody who's on the line, <laughs> say something. Hello. Hello? Hello? Hi. How you doing, Ellen? You almost turned it up. <laughs> Tell well, us who you are. Where you calling from? Um, I'm calling from Waldorf, Maryland. My name is Susie Washington. Okay. Oh, hello, Miss Susie Washington. I know this lady. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Right. How you doing, love? Bye. I'm just calling to let you know that you are such an inspiration. Oh, and thank I you very much. Hope what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, you've always been supportive, so I appreciate you being around, too. It's been a long time since we heard each other's voice. You know, I've been so busy. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we got another caller from D.C., 5048. Who's that? Myrna Sparks. Oh, Myrna Miss Sparks. Myrna Sparks. Miss Sparks. Hey, how are you? Hey, Joaquin. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Miss Sparks? She's a good friend of mine. All right, all right. Now, see, the fans are calling in there. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the radio show. It was very, very successful. Thank uh, you. Thank you very much. And, and thank yeah, you, Mike, for having yeah. me, man. And th- don't let this be the last show you listen to, though. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> no, I'm talking to the, the fans calling in, man. We're going to have you on like five or six more times. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, you got to five shows, right? Turn it up. Tell it on. Yeah. <laughs> got so much going on out there, man. You know? That's good, man. That's good. Yeah, because I, I haven't, I really haven't run into um, somebody who's in the industry as yet that is as knee deep in the business as you are, man. Because um, you know, the the writing, the the MC, engineering, uh, singing, and uh, the connections you have with the people in the industry, man, uh, you are the man that's going to be able to really see and know all the changes that are taking place. Because um, it's a new paradigm out there in the um, recording industry. I don't know what record company is going to be able to do for an artist. Take, for instance, artists like you. I don't know what they could really do for you, man, because you're doing everything for yourself. Right. Well, they, what they're doing now is um, they're offering offer more like, like the publishing deals, you know, like mm-hmm. promotional work. Basically, like you're going to do all the recording and everything. You're going to do everything yourself. They're going to fund your promotion. So um, they'll get you on the radio. They'll get you on BET, things like that. So it's, it's like it's a whole new ball game. It's not necessarily you getting signed to this this record label contract or the, the standard contract anymore. A lot of people are just going for publishing deals, stuff like that. Right, so, right, yeah. Well, that, that's good to know too, because a lot of people have that old school mindset and they're looking backwards as to how artists have made it in the past. But you got to really lock in and see what's going on in this new deal and be able to get yourself set up for that. 
So you oh, just yeah, might man. You, can't, you can't be looking at it like, like, like back in the day at all. I mean, you gotta think back then there wasn't there wasn't any CD burners, you know. Right. It was a, it was a lot easier for them for them to keep a lock on the music. You had to go to a, a store to buy the CD. So now so now whereas before they might be taking chances on just any uh, artist somebody brought to them and then or brought them artists, they're looking out for somebody who's already established. They want they want you to have a fan base already. They want you to already be selling units, and then they'll just pick you up and give you some extra funding. Right. Right. You know what I mean? And, they're, and not, see, they're not looking to build an artist from the ground up anymore. And, and this show in itself, you know, as soon as we're finished, it's going to be archived and downloaded on iTunes. Um, and right now, I've got listeners. I can see you, Anarisha Musarari. I know I'm not saying your name right, but she's in Fiji, man. She's listening to the show right now, man. I mean, we've got people listening all over the world, in the U.K., in, in Germany, you know. And, oh, yeah. And you would never be able to do that before. You wouldn't be able right. to get people out there to even sample or hear your music unless you were directly sending it out to them, emailing it or something like that. But now with MySpace and uh, Reverb Nation and all these other venues, man, you really are in control of your destiny. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a global village now. It's, it's no longer like you, you're just in America or you're just overseas, anything like that. It's definitely a global village. So, I mean, as far as that goes, you really got to get broaden your horizons. Like a lot of people have never been outside of the country before. I mean, but it's good to go to your Japan or go to your Europe, you know, and just kind of like broaden your horizon. Right, absolutely. And um, we, we're hopefully going to um, have someone calling from Asia um, later on. Uh, well, probably the first part of the year. Um, one of our artists is out there. Um, I'm not going to mention it just yet. I want to make sure that we're going to pin this show down. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, that would be something really awesome. Just using Skype and other um, things like that. You know, uh, I want to play this one track because we have an artist that we featured a couple of weeks ago, man. And um, the downloads on this show has just been blowing up, man. Just crazy, crazy blowing up. But he's um, pretty much talking about um, the DMV, and uh, I'm trying to put that out there as much as possible because it's a, you know, it's really happening. But this is um, Mr. DMV by Mark. Shice. I don't know if you've heard of this guy, man, but yeah, his name is that name definitely rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, man. This yeah. is this is a hot track. We had him on the show, and um, already he's had over 850 downloads of the show that he was on. It's amazing. And that's um, he's an MC, correct? Um, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. Michael, I want you to do this. This is this going in on this one, right? It's time to suit up. I got him. I'm Mr. DMV, man. Bird, it's a plane. It's Mark Shice, man. I got this. My car look like a plane when I'm flying out the cockpit. I rock Gucci, I rock Louis. No, I stay up on that flatness. Shankers in my hood, ride around bumping my ass. You know everybody, everybody just know me. I'm the king of the city. I got the key to D.C. They know I be about my paper. Be in and out for a favor. Then in the wee hours later, I might just be on a cape. I got my CD in stores, my tape for y'all on the streets. They say they love all my courses, they up on my beats. I'm a legend of beast. I pack it in at my shows, them the ends hate to see me. Cause I know all the whores, I put the killers to D-boys, the jackers to decoys. Capital hero who gon' kick like it's Leroy. Cape on my back, for my back, cause she my lungs. Flying in the air, and I'm singing my song. Thank you. 
all out and loading until they shut down the prison. Got a vision, I know my business. I'm off in the sales kitchen. I put in the footwork, I'm locked in position. You try and work around me, you better CC me. I'm everywhere, all the time in the DMV, man. Yeah. Mr. DMV, yeah, flying off the beat, yeah. Can't nobody hold a DMV down like that, yeah. DP in my lap, yeah. Rounding in my right, yeah. Junior is my back, yeah. Locking down the whole plan, Mr. DMV, yeah. Flying off the beat, yeah. Can't nobody hold a DMV down like that, yeah. DP in my lap, yeah. Rounding in my right, yeah. Junior is my back, yeah. Mark Sice with Mr. DMV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. So, yeah, what, you, what you can do for me, Mike, man, you can, you can get in contact with that guy for me and, and hook us up. Oh, Tell yeah. Do a track. Well, here's a convenient thing, man. He's right on my Facebook, man. And that's the reason why I put all you guys here. You know? Right. So all you have right. to do is look at my friends list, connect with this guy, and go to it, man. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely hit him up tonight. As soon as we get off this this air right here, I'm, I'm gonna go hit him up. Tell All him right. we need to do some work. And, and as soon as you do that, you guys got to come back here and let me hear. Oh, we come back. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we're gonna we're gonna um, play more, one more track now. This is by the Leo, and um, another um, ballad by the Leo. Tell us a little bit about this track, Forever. Forever. Forever is, uh, you know, one of those, you know, turn down the lights, light the incense songs, you know, just one of those uh, songs about the one you appreciate type thing, you know, by It's Gonna Last Forever. Another love song, man. We need more of those out there on the radio these days. Yeah, Ooh. man. Yeah, man. Here it is, Forever by the Leo. Running the show, she got her own. 
I'm Michael Fordham. You've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. And special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman. And before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody, any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you.